0: I'm Pat Green, and I'm uh, the Marketing and Communication Specialist for Hammer Sport Marketing.
1: That's still my favorite title, that of all the people here. I think I created
0: it. Yeah, that, that, that too. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. I don't care. Why not create a good title for yourself?
1: I think everybody should have a title. It's a lot more important than people think. I never really put a lot of weight on it, uh, personally, but
0: maybe that's because I've never had a cool title that I didn't You should myself. have everybody create their own title and see what they come up with. Definitely. Maybe Definitely. when you interview somebody, you say, what do you th- see your job title being? Yeah, yeah. That what would you like you your them. job title to be? <laughs> CEO and fearless leader. <laughs> hey, hey. Of course, Lewis, I have at least one question for you today. Awesome. And these questions, as Lewis and I were talking about, he's going to end up referencing the previous episodes too. Hopefully you'll listen to those and watch those. But if you don't, I think Lewis will keep you up to speed. I'm going to, when I'm repeating something from a last
1: episode, I'm going to talk five times as fast. Okay. Are you Um, ready? I thought I'd give a little context. So when it's just for the listeners, when it's just you and I right now, anyways, we're going over some of our core services because I wanted to share with the world what they are, but more importantly, we're going over them as far as what people could maybe do on their own
0: if they didn't hire us. And uh, one of the questions pertains to one of the core services. That makes perfect sense. It does make sense. Call me brilliant. If someone asks you to give the basics of digital- Is that your new title? You wanted to change your title right there? Sorry. Possibly, we'll talk about it after. Okay, sorry, go ahead. If someone asks you to give the basics of digital branding, How would you answer that? Oh, thanks. That's a great
1: question. It's really simple. It's we take all the answers that we came up with when we did did your brand development, and we put those in the places that your potential clients hang out on the internet. So uh, to say that in a little longer, uh, or to use more words and say the same thing, it's basically when we do our brand development, we're going to learn a lot about the company and the founders and the employees and the products and the market. And we have all these questions and in the beginning, it seems arbitrary, but as we answer a lot of these questions, we begin to get a picture of the feeling and purpose of this, these people and this company and some new phrases and ideas and and messages come out of that. And those are the messages then that we spread online on their, what we call their digital footprint or their digital resume. And so that includes social media sites that your prospects and clients might hang out on. And it also includes your website. So that's digital branding is where we finally take these, new messages that we've created your new brand and we put it out there on the internet so that when people find you this is the message they receive and then we put it on every place that you're utilizing on the internet the places your your prospects hang out and and we make sure that if they see you on facebook and then they see you on instagram and then they go to your website that the messages are all similar, maybe even the same, but, but most likely it's nice to change them a little bit and u- utilize them a little bit different, but so that they all feel congruent, like they came from the same person and the same company. So that's digital branding.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, it sounds simple, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But doing it well is probably another thing. Well, especially when it comes to building the website.
1: But once again, it was it's a way, that's what the brand is. A well-developed brand is purpose behind the company rather than just
0: the benefits and features of a product or service. So, it almost, yeah, it almost sounds like when somebody goes, don't worry, just be yourself. And then you're like, okay. And then you go, wait a minute. What does that mean? <laughs> it's... <a laughs> It's not. It's if it if people were had to be told that it wouldn't be. It would be easier. It, it really is that, except that through the
1: brand development process, we've just gone deep into that so that we find find out the things that the parts of your your personality that actually mean something to the company. If you love skydiving, but your company is about landscaping. There's not too much, too many similarities there, so you could brand yourself as the skydiving landscape guy, and it's a lot more interesting than, than just the guy who goes d- and does a lot of landscaping. But we might try to look at your personality and your values and the things about you, your personal brand, and try to find the pieces, pieces from there, your personal brand
0: that fit a little better for your corporate brand. It also probably comes off as more of an expert if you're like your hobby tied in with your business. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's okay to direct. have a little, it's okay to bring a
1: little bit of that out because yes. it, it does make a difference. It shows that you're human, but it gives us the problem with companies that don't have a brand is they're too, they're too inhuman and there's no reason for anybody to like them other than if they
0: need the product or service in this moment. Yeah, and I said that it. When I said that it uh, can tie you in and make you look like more of an expert if it tied in, but it also, if not, if you're doing other things that make you more well-rounded, people might even trust you a little more that you're. Oh, they're not just so focused on my business that they, they're living a life. I sure. think that's important. Absolutely, yeah, I think so too.
1: I really wanted to cover a little bit more about brand development. As well, because I think the last episode that we did about this topic, brand development 101, it was good, but I really only touched on a, like the very first couple topics under well, brand development.
0: Well, go for it, my friend. Cool. You know? Cool. Thanks. <laughs> I so know you last, got something to say, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Last time we talked about mission statement and values. Okay. So if you want to know more about that, go back to the last place or the last episode or that the, the episode named brand development 101 but the next step after that is really what we would call your going into your your market positioning and how you're positioning yourself in the market and that is pretty important because it's what's your value proposition what why are why should someone who needs landscaping choose your landscaping over somebody else's landscaping and that's your market position what are you so good at within your field that it differentiates you from everybody else we generally talk about that second but sometimes it takes going through the rest of the program for that
0: to come to the surface do you have any advice for showing what makes you stand out from the others what sort of, I, mean, I know that might be tough when you don't have specific, a specific business, but like something like landscaping, um, well, it sounds like there's a lot of people probably immediately think everybody does the same thing, but that's not true too.
1: No, there's a lot of, probably a lot of, well, that's not my industry, but I would imagine there's a lot of specialty areas you could go into landscaping. Let's say maybe you're really good at re- retainer walls, or maybe you don't do retainer walls at all maybe you're and then now we're getting somewhere so it's but but what do you do with those retainer walls that has that's differentiates you from everybody else so those would come from questions like hey when you worked for a land before you started your own company did you work for somebody else Often that answer will be yes. And then it'd be like, so when you were working for them, what was it that really irked you about how they had you do things that you were like, man, someday I'm going to start my own company. And when I do, I'm never going to do that. I'm always going to do it this way. When now you're getting into, that's a market positioning statement. So it also could be, If you've been in business long enough, you have some, what are they called when your customers write you a description of how your work was? Like a review type thing? A review. Yes. So if you have some customer reviews, uh, that would give you insight onto what they really appreciated about you. And then it would also give you insight onto what your future clients are probably really going to appreciate as well. So then that'd be another way to get into that would be look at the reviews
0: from other companies in your industry. Because I always look at reviews and it's, I saw the other day, I saw some clothing for some reason, it kept popping up as an ad on my um, Facebook. I must've looked at something and I thought, well, this, this looks really nice. It doesn't look that expensive. And then I started reading reviews and everybody's like, this stuff is crap. This, it looks good, but it doesn't look anything like it when you get it. And then one person was like, I never even got it. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I such mean, a... Reviews are huge. And then when you're a new company, even
1: like we are, you got to do some special things to get some reviews. It's super important. This market positioning, you have to start thinking about it right away and doing the research. But the goal here is to take, take everything that you discover that makes you unique in your market and then figure out how to cram that all into one little phrase or one little sentence or else what are the most important aspects out of all the different things what are you gonna it's your marketing your market positioning statement what are you really laying your hat on what are you really saying this is the big thing that makes me different than everybody else that's what you're going for so it's pretty important that's why it's number two Um, then number three the next thing we talk about is the whys. And that's where we go into asking these questions. And this is going to be a matter of opinion for some. I know other marketers think this isn't that important. This is part of our step is why are you doing this? Why did you start this business? Why are you, why is this, why does this business exist? You want to know, at least we want to know that when we're helping build a well-developed brand because, I think that's really important in the personality or brand of the business.
0: What if somebody says like, when you say why, and why do you start this? And they said, because I thought I'd make a lot of money. If they said something like that and they didn't seem sometimes that they might make a lot of
1: money. No, that's true. And a lot of people do that. So this gets in a little pretty deep is that, hey, then you got to figure that out because that can't be the answer. A lot of, I've heard some of the questions be like, if you didn't make any money doing this, would you still be doing it? And so
0: now you're getting into the why. I know a lot of people would answer that and saying, I don't do anything if I don't get a lot of money. So I have, I know people like this. So too. Yeah. Those
1: people are going to have a really hard. So that's where if you're looking to come to us and help us, help you build a brand and you're not willing to get past that and figure out that, then we're probably not a good fit for you to be our client because I'm going to frankly be like, look, what we're trying to make this look, we're trying to make this, people have a reason to like your company above and beyond your product and service here. And if you're only in this for the money, people are going to figure that out. And you're going to make money if you're in business just to make money, but you're not going to build a, a legacy that way. Not in my opinion anyways. I think you used to be able to build a legacy that way from the industrial revolution and then the technology revolution, but now we're in the age of information where people are smarter, wiser, They have and they have access to information at a massive scale. So uh, people have wise, wised up. They don't trust television. They don't trust the media. There's so much information that if you can't el- elaborate on and verbalize why your company and why you're doing this, then your n- people are going to see that you're not transparent. And transparency on, and authenticity is part of a well-developed brand. And it's also the, the kind of people that you want to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we can, people can start businesses just to make money. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I don't think it's an easy path to building a legacy
0: or changing the world. Yeah. And it, it sounds like changing the world might not be their focus.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or
0: having a legacy. They might just think I can make a lot in six months and leave. But but I also yeah. imagine somebody like that would be difficult to work with because they're not really listening. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's going to be more of a transactional relationship. Even if they wanted to, us to represent them and help them build their company, it'd just be transactional at that point. So we're just not interested in that. That's not I'm more interested in happiness due to fulfillment than maybe the other way around or something.
0: So when somebody is like really good at what they do, but they might not be good at presenting themselves or like making their brand. Do you, is it your, your job to, is that what you want to do is help them tell their stories or help them? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, definitely. And this gets, it can get dangerous on our part because that's why we have to be careful about who we take on as clients doing this and be really upfront about what this means before we go into that, because it's, Hey, we're going to ask you a lot of tough questions. We're going to go places that you might not have thought about yet. And what's going to happen, Mr. Johnson, if we help you come to the realization that you hate your job or you hate this company, that's a real possibility. If I just go out and start asking business owners this, these questions, that might happen. So it's a danger there. But if they're willing to work past that, then we can find out what is you're it frozen. that you- Oh, am I frozen? Here, let's wait until, tell me when I'm back. I'll dance until then. We'll just cut that part out. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Okay. So I was saying if they're willing to, we can work through that because we could find out maybe there's something that, maybe it's just this certain type of client that you really dislike working with. And that's what's making hate your business. So that's what this is also all about. That's what building a brand, a well-developed brand does. It's well-developed because you love it. And so do other people. If we can get through that, we can find out why that's happening and we can make some changes and adjustments to your message so that doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, which is you have to believe in what you do to probably most of the time. Yeah, to,
1: to take it to a, to take it to a, take it to the moon kind of level.
0: Yeah, to like, make it continue too. like to Absolutely. To love, make it where ongoing. It's not just a six
1: month. This like, is a 10 year and a 20 yeah. year plan. This is about decades. It's not like you're,
0: Yeah. It's interesting that way. It's not like you're selling plywood to people when the hurricane's coming. No, this is about a long-term stability
1: and a plan for success forever. And, And it's not about that all of these things that you come up with in your development of your brand are going to be the same for 10 years. It's about having this foundation so that you can adjust yourself appropriately when whatever external forces exist change the market and the environment and you realize that it's time to make some changes to your brand name one ultra successful brand that hasn't changed lots of things about them that about their brand their logo and their taglines and who they're approaching and what their what their stuff is so i'm trying to shut something off here it keeps coming up sorry about that probably won't work so that's it let's go into the next thing I wanted to cover a couple things and just leave it at that the next one we talk about are products and services so we really we really want to get deep into what are your products and services and are they we'll just go deep into that so the next part of building your brand would be examining your products and services We'll just, we'll just edit that part out right there. <laughs> My uncomfortable <laughs> stop there. I was like, I was getting text messages, and I'm like, I can't.
0: Please stop that. <laughs> you were actually uh, pretty uh, good about it. You were like, oh, yeah. you didn't, it didn't. Getting... It just looked like you were looking around for a second, but it wasn't. But is, it was it's, probably there's a
1: fly in the room.
0: It's probably not as long. It wasn't as long as you probably thought it was. No.
1: We go deep into your products and services and we go deep into what makes them unique. And then we go deep into, are you doing anything with your product or service that is yours and yours alone? And so that's what I would ask you to examine if you're doing this on your own is, Can you say that something about your product or service is unique and one of a kind? And that can be done, that that really can be done with every business that exists. You just have to take the time to discover what is it. And that may take some deep searching of asking others what, a, a lot more about what, how that how the delivery of the service went and how they received it and or the product and how they re- use the product and what were their reactions to it. Very important. Any questions about that part?
0: No, I just, I've just seen you go pretty deep into that kind of area, like creating an avatar for like the typical customer kind of thing. Well, like that, that, that would be
1: the next section. Then okay. after we talk about and, and d- delve deep into your products and services, then that's the next one, which is where all of this is building up to be able to do section five, which is understanding your market.
0: And And that's where you guys come in to help somebody sit there and and we have a a lot of questions and a lot of that they have to go through. And that's when you work together with a client really well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the first part where that's what they're going to be interested in. That's what you should be interested in. Is it it, in your market? Because everything up to this point was about you and now we're going to take and we're going to examine your market and then in the next sections we're going to talk about how they interact how do your how do you, how does your company interact with the market segment that you're uh serving so in understanding your market that's where we start to divide things up into market segments we often want to find your one or more what we call the smallest viable market segment which is what's the smallest group of people that you could serve and still have the type of success that you want to have monetarily with your company
0: do you you, sometimes do you feel like uh, a lot of people don't really know their market as well as they think they do too isn't that probably an issue too that's probably why they're coming for brand development too where Or they might be, they might not have evolved with their, they might not realize that, oh, there's some changes on the the world that I'm not recognizing too, so.
1: I I think that they're going to have more insight than we are, but it's so helpful in this stuff, this is to have a second or third, in our case, you get second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth set of eyes on it, and that's really valuable because y- you just miss what you just miss. So that's why when you're writing a book, you have to have an editor because no matter how many times, if you wrote that line, no matter how many times you read it, you're never going to see that there's two those yeah. in a row because sure. your brain just blocks it out. So the same thing happens when looking at your market is um, what you're really looking for is the opportunities in your market that your competitors haven't found yet. You're a little like they're therapists too, right? Yeah, absolutely. This whole process is like being a therapist because we want you to be enthusiastic. I remember the other day to one of our clients, I was like, as we were sitting alone, getting ready to do one of these meetings, I was like, look, man, you gotta dream way bigger. Like your vision is not nearly big enough because I need your vision to be way up here so that we hit somewhere between where we are right now and where your vision is. Whereas if your vision is right down here, then we're aiming for this little spot somewhere in between. And what's that old saying? You shoot for the stars and worst case scenario, you hit the moon, which is still pretty far up there.
0: And there's also the chance that you could exceed their vision too. You
1: know, like if it's way up here. Yeah, absolutely. You just, you got to shoot big because what's the purpose? This, nobody comes to us for a brand development and says, this isn't about increasing your uh, revenue by 3%. This is about, this is brand development is a technique to go to increase your revenue in the next 10 years by a hundred times or a thousand times. Have I got to do that with anybody yet? I did with the last company I worked with, but I haven't done it, which is why I'm here doing this now, but I haven't done that
0: with as Hammersport Marketing yet. So what kind of like challenges on your end are there for this kind of somebody comes in and wants brand development? What are what kind of what's a classic challenge or classic challenges the biggest challenge here is that it's so arbitrary and so
1: it's so undefinable as to what's really going to come out of it because it's a discovery of possibilities and uh, it's a discovery of understanding and communication because what this is really working to do which will not happen with us in three months unless we get lucky it could happen but what we're this is everything we do is about communication if you aren't making the money that you want to right now but your product is sound then the only reason you're not making the money is because you're not communicating correctly and you're not communicating to enough people and that's it so we're looking for that three word phrase that says everything I just talked about in three words.
0: Yeah. And a lot of, I like the way a lot of this sounds so simple. And in a way it probably is, but it's, that doesn't mean it's obvious. (laughs) No, it it comes out.
1: Once it comes out, then you're like, why didn't we just think of that from the beginning? But it, it doesn't work that way. That's why, that's why, frankly, not many people are doing branding and brand development. That's why it's so everybody knows you need it, but nobody knows how to do it. As far as I know, we're the only company that offers an online brand development course. That's, oh, I didn't realize that. That's interesting. I Googled it the other day. We've both Riley and I've done a little bit of research. We didn't, we wouldn't, it wouldn't have stopped us if we did find some because we know how important this is in differentiating yourself from the rest of the world. Yeah. But it's all about communication. Everything is communication. It's figuring out how to specifically communicate to the very specific people that you need to reach to increase your sales and communicate better with your employees and build a company that will just keep growing and growing, however large you want it to grow. So those are the first part, five parts. It's uh, your purpose. It's your position. It's why you're doing this. It's your product or service. And then it's your market.
0: Well, it's a lot. (laughs) It is Uh, a lot. what else, anything else uh, you want to add or are you, did you sum that up pretty well you think? I think that was really good. If you were to sit down and analyze this stuff and you're never, you're not,
1: you're never supposed to stop doing this. This is an ongoing process forever. Right. This is working on your business instead of working in it. Working in it is when you're making sales and you're delivering that product or service. Working on it is when you strategize about how to make those parts better. And that's what this is so
0: it's working on your business and
1: super important but it's hard to do
0: there's one thing that i think about that that it was getting at maybe but i feel a lot of times maybe people don't know either know how to delegate who's the best one to give the brand story who's the best person like sometimes i think maybe the ceo isn't the best person maybe the the person that's been working alongside them can be like oh they can tell the story better is it does sometimes you have to kick somebody out of the way or just say hey can you sit over here for a second? I got to, your secretary actually knows it
1: better. That's, that's the job of the CEO is to recognize that's happening and make those changes. Yeah. As, as they take place, you know, but I'm saying, do you have
0: to sometimes say, Hey, this isn't your strength right now. This is actually, this is it's brand development is, is really interesting.
1: It's, it's, it's a lot of hard questions. It's, if you're doing this and you ask a question that makes you uncomfortable yeah. to yourself, that means you're on the right track. Oh, good. That's
0: probably um, valid for most of life, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yep.
0: Yeah. Anything else, Lewis? Anything you wanna uh, add to that? Because I think you covered quite a lot. Mm. I did, I think we talked more about brand development again than we did about
1: uh, digital branding. But then when we do this again, we'll talk about the next Core service or the next step in the program and then we'll go back and we'll talk a little bit more about digital branding again and how that links to the next step so this was great thanks for the opportunity thanks for your questions
0: i appreciate it it was great i I like it because i learned something too i feel like i'm in school and i'm I'm (laughs) interviewing but i'm in school yeah i hope that makes me feel good
1: so i'm glad this was educational for you because that maybe means that we help
0: somebody else down the road too that's what i'm thinking great well, thank you thank you lewis may appreciate it this is the marketing 101 podcast and if you like us subscribe share give us a review tell your friends tell strangers that are on social media with you anybody else no just be happy and healthy too that that's also a good one too thanks a lot for listening. thank you watching.